guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another wonderful ESL podcast, man. I am back with you uh, doing a follow-up from what we had spoken about. Again, guys, I've already worked on prepositions, you know, in seasons one and two. Some of the very slow enunciation that I had done back in seasons one, two, and parts of season three. So I don't want to go back to that because I know a lot of you in order to understand, to pick it up. Um, I've already been speaking at this specific rate for more than three seasons. So I'm going to stick to that and I'm not going to put on some audios. I'm going to put on some audios that are at the pre-intermediate level because I will be heading into that, I'm guessing sometime in April or May. Uh, but nonetheless, here we are today. I'm going to give you a couple of, uh, you know, like five people speaking about their commuting experiences. So you'll get that. And we're going to talk about some pros and cons vocabulary, right? So if you look at this, we have three cat, uh, three categories, right? Uh, with two columns, one positive, one negative. So the three rows of categories is car, train, bicycle. Now, if we look at cheap, what does cheap mean? That obviously is a positive for most people out there. So here in Thailand, People take the bus because it's very cheap. It's only about 33 cents. However, the bus can be stuck in traffic and sometimes without air, right? And so that would be, it's a positive to take a bus, although I just created a category for the bus, but it's a positive to take a bus because it's cheap, but it's negative because it's very uncomfortable, which is your next vocabulary. So if we look at a car, a lot of people say, oh, you know, I love being comfortable in my car. And I'm like, how are you being comfortable and sitting in traffic for two hours a day, even remotely close to being comfortable? I would be very uncomfortable. Be, I would be very agitated and anxious and frustrated if I was just sitting in traffic. I'll give you an example. I went into a company party just the other night. And I forgot what bridge I was coming over. It had to be one of the bridges close to my house. And I saw literally red taillights for kilometers, people. We're talking 10, 20 kilometers. Ridiculous. Those people, it probably takes one to two hours to get home every day. And it's not even that far. It's just the amount of cars that are pumped out on these roads. And of course, the Japanese companies that hey, they make all the money in the world because obviously the government's going to continue saying, come on, buy more cars, buy more cars, buy more cars because we need more money. But at the same time, they're building trains and it's contradicting what's going on. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So However, like I was telling you in the previous episode, I took the green line and again, a huge delay for more than 10 to 13 minutes. That's not too bad for some, but it didn't make any sense seeing a train every minute in the opposite direction go by, go by, go by, go by, go by, about eight of them within a three station period, which extends over three kilometers. This is the problem with the green line. However, the blue line is fantastic. It cuts through my side of town and it's very quick. So, huh, cars can be comfortable. Bicycles could be very uncomfortable. Now, and I heard of, um, and I've worked for people who had been at a dental office in regards to, you know, some of these dentists taking bicycles to work and bicycles home because they have a shower at work. So maybe it is very comfortable to go green to take a bicycle to work. I forgot the guy who I work for. 
uh, but I still remember the area and whatnot. And it's a it, it's a fantastic area of ooh, was this in Melbourne or Sydney? Dude, this had to be in Melbourne. Had to be in Melbourne. But yeah, he would take a bicycle to work, and he would take a bicycle home. That's pretty amazing. I'm not exactly sure how far he lives, but it sounded like he lived at least 15 kilometers away, about eight to nine miles for all my Americans. So, huh. however, in Thailand, it could be a negative to take a bicycle to work. Why dangerous? These people kill cyclists. And if they have uh, the money in this country, if you have a lot of money, you'll get off and you won't even give a damn. No remorse for these people, meaning they have zero regret for killing people out here. So it could be very, very dangerous to, uh, to ride a bicycle anywhere on these roads. And if you do, you need to be extremely aggressive in regards to if you see someone tailgating you or if you see a car, you better be careful because they will be quick to kill you. So me, I don't cycle. I'm talking about Bangkok people. Although upcountry, like in the other big city, Chiang Mai, they have a tendency of killing a bunch of people out there too. If you have money, you pay them off, no problem. However, the biggest cycling trip I ever did was 80 kilometers in the south of Thailand. Nakonsi Tamara did it with one of the people who lived across the street from me who has a wonderful shop or had a wonderful shop. Haven't been back there in more than six years. And I went with him and guys, we went up into, I mean, these were the biggest hills I had ever seen in my life. It was unreal. I didn't even have proper shorts. So you could imagine the next day I was hurting all up in the crotch area. <laughs> Anyways, do you guys get what I'm saying? <sighs> Riding bicycles in upcountry could be amazing. Riding bicycles or commuting to work here in Thailand no work has showers unless you work at a hospital. And uh, again, I don't know anyone who takes a bicycle to work except the lower income people. And that's because work is less than a kilometer away. So big shout out to you guys. Got it. So in saying that, difficult to park. In Sydney, Australia, you got to pay anywhere between $50 to $100 an hour for parking. Okay. Here in, Thailand, uh, here in Bangkok, it's a little bit more, uh, I mean, it's a little expensive, but that doesn't stop people from actually coming out here. People still pour in. Now, if you could actually bump up the road tax in regards to how they do it out there in Singapore, for, for instance, Singapore during about 4 to 6 p.m. or 5 to 7 p.m. around the Bangkulin area, if you cross specific roads, you get taxed. Like, it comes right out of your account. And during these rush hours, they tax you even more. So this is a way for people not to use their cars. You don't see that many cars out there. And so I asked a nurse who had, uh, who had been working out there and is from Singapore. I said, so if you see someone with a car, that means they have money, right? She's like, absolutely. Because even owning a car could be up to, oh my God, for a Toyota, it could cost maybe, we're talking at least $500,000. Like for real, for real. Not Singapore dollars, I'm talking American dollars. To own a Toyota out there, that's, they, they do not, ex like, they don't promote cars whatsoever. But here in Thailand, it's a status symbol. So even though it breaks the bank, even though they don't have the money, they still buy it. Why? To show people. Regardless of how much time they spend in traffic, they still buy it. So there it is. Difficult to park. Ecological, okay? We're talking about is it good for... The, 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 the environment in general. Obviously, 
you know, a car in Bangkok? No. A train? Absolutely. A bicycle? Even better. How about your country? How about expensive? Now, oh my God, when I got way bad last night, I was so angry. I swear, people, I kid you not, I was just saying all kinds of bad things, right? And the reason why I was, was because the simple fact that they were going to bump this train price up three times the amount. Did you guys hear about the revolution that was happening out there in Chile just before the dawn of COVID in 2019? That was going to happen out here in Thailand if they had bumped that price up times three. They're making this train that is consistently late all the time, right in front of my window. They're going to bump up that price. However, the new red line that's going to be debuting in a couple of weeks, the blue line, the gold line, the purple line, they don't have rampant corruption. It's only the green line that does. So it makes it absolutely, it, it just makes it so difficult for, for commuters to even use the train because it's too expensive. So then they have to resort to the bus and then you have the craziest goddamn bus drivers in the world on routes one and routes eight. These guys are mentally unstable. Schizophrenic is what these people are. And guess what? All they do, they get fined probably 1,000 baht for having road rage and trying to cut off and try. Oh, my goodness gracious. Guys, you understand what I'm saying? There it is. Now, is this train fast? I mean, it depends if it wants to show up. You know, uh, okay, I'm not going to make it sound like that. It does show up, but it shows up late all the time. At least with the blue line, you see it on the screen. There is no screen here because there's no telling when the fuck it shows up. You guys get what I'm saying? So, does it have the potential to be fast? Sure. Is it? No. Now, a car could be fast in many countries. In Arizona, having a car is absolutely essential. If you don't have a car, you're screwed. That's all there is to it. You must have a car in Arizona because all the districts or all the different towns are very far away. I went to fucking, I mean, I was at Central Arizona College for a year. That was in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Between Coolidge and Casa Grande, people. Oh, my God. It was an absolute train wreck of a goddamn... Oh, my... The only way to get to Phoenix, you have to drive one hour. That's the only way. That's the only way of getting to Phoenix. So, there was, there is no train. And in Las Vegas, I don't believe there's a train. They built a monorail maybe 20 years ago. Is that fly in my room? Because if it is, I'm going to scream. Whoa. That was ugly. Anyways, okay, I just got to maintain focus. Let's keep it going. All right, so do you guys get what I'm saying? Now, taking a bicycle, the positive effects of taking a bicycle is it's healthy. Negative effects, you might be killed in Thailand. However, you're going to hear different audios in regards to people speaking about their journeys too. Hot and sweaty. Yes, a bicycle brings that, but if you could take a shower at work, it's okay. A car, it's okay. You're not going to be hot and sweaty. Uh, unless you have an old car like most people do out there in America. Or train, okay? With the train, you're not going to be hot and sweaty, although there are some trains, like the Purple Line out here in Thailand, that could be just a little bit hot, although I don't take it anymore. Now, inconvenient buses are very inconvenient. Let me give you an example. There are government buses, then there are private buses. I used to take a bus straight up the road to work all the time, and then I just gave up. I say, you know what? I'm just going to take the MRT now because I hate this goddamn bus. It drives slow. It waits to pick people up. 
it's always late. You never know when it's coming. It's not like Australia where you look at the map and you say, okay, what time is my bus coming? 8.58. Okay, I'm going to leave here at about 8.53. And guess what? That bus is there at 8.58. It's a phenomenal system they have out there in Australia. However, here in Thailand, you just better raise your hands to the gods and pray. Oh, hi. Anyways, possible to listen to the radio. No one cares about the radio. Possible to listen to a podcast. So, guys, I have a hell of a commute today, right? So, after this podcast, I'm going to have to go to a place called Wamak. Wamak is in the eastern suburbs. What I would have to do is take the BTS from here, the shitty line that I was telling you guys about, to the blue line. The blue line's my favorite. That's the underground line. That line is going to take me about five stations to a place where I would go to the airport rail link. This is the only way I could get to this place called Huamak because there are no other lines right now that go through it, not until next year when the yellow line goes through there. And even so, too many stations, I'm still going to take the same route. <sighs> Do you guys get what I'm saying? Then I have to walk through over the old train tracks and then walk through a slum where they have monitor lizards we're talking three to five feet long swimming in the most ugly in the dirtiest canals possible yes i walked through a slum people that's right then i take a little carriage which is called a songtail down the road where then i get off i go to 7-eleven and then i walk to one of my international school students homes so it's kind of crazy right it's a hell of a journey but i do like going on this journey so what do i do during this journey well I know that I could write on my MacBook from here to the blue line. When I get to the blue line, it depends how many people are on there. I could do some more writing. On the airport rail link, I'm not going to be able to, to do any writing. Plus, it's only a seven-minute ride on there. Then I'm walking. Then I'm going on that carriage, and that's the end of it. So what can you do during your commute? You know, I was speaking to one of my students the other day. It takes him two hours to get to work. And, like, even when he said, I said, where do you work? Oh, I work at La Paz. I said, oh, you're fucked. I said, how long does it take? Two hours. I said, man, you are crazy, man. That, that's just insane. But even so, it takes me about an hour to get down there. Right? But I make it worth my while. I'm always listening and I'm always learning and on the go. So, possible to read, possible to work. You could do that in a car in, Thai, in Bangkok because you're stuck in traffic. You could do that on a train. Can't do that on a bicycle, right? Cars could be private. Okay. Trains aren't private. Bicycles are private, but you have to be very, very aware of everything. Trains are very safe. Cars can be very dangerous, especially out there in California, where it just seems like every actor and every professional sports star gets in a car crash out there. <sighs> Let's keep it going. Slow. Some trains are very slow. Some trains are fast. That's why I'm excited about the red line coming up. Uh, cars could be extremely slow out here. Some people look at cars as a benefit because it's a private vehicle and you have time to get around, blah, 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 blah. But to be honest with you, guys, it is a waste of time sitting in traffic. To get from here, I can run. I normally run a 20-minute to uh, about an 18-minute two-mile run from where I am to the bridge. Guess what? I passed the majority of these cars that are backed up in traffic right where I am all the way to that bridge. I pass them. So they're sitting at least minimum 20 minutes in three, like they're sitting in three and a half kilometers. They're sitting there for 20 minutes. Talk to me, people. Tell me about Saudi Arabia. Tell me about the Philippines. Tell me about where you are in the world and tell me about the traffic. Now, obviously, if you're listening to me in the Netherlands, you guys probably got it real good. Asuncion. 
okay? Paraguay, probably very, very good. But there are a lot of you out there who don't have it good, just like I don't have it good. But I pick and choose my places. That's what I do. Okay, Arsenio, today we have to go over here. Okay, is it near, the, is it near one of the train lines? Yes, okay, I'm good. Arsenio, okay, we have a new business client. Okay, she's out there in this area. I hurry up and check the map, and I said, okay, I can go to one of the new SkyTrain Sky stations, and I could take a motorcycle taxi for only $1 and about, damn, how much is it? $1.30 to this location. During the peak hours, I would have to pay probably about $1.50 plus. That is perfectly fine, especially given the fact how much they actually pay me. So you guys get what I'm saying? Now, if this place is in the middle of the fucking boondocks, Wamak, I didn't even want to choose it, to be honest with you. I was like, damn, man, you know, this place is pretty far. And I'm like, okay, where is it? Okay, the airport rail link is down there. I said, okay, I, can, I think I could do it. And it's normally on a Friday. I normally don't have anything on a Friday or didn't at that time. Uh, until obviously I started getting business clients and then I had to like shift focus. But then I'm like, dude, dude, this will be a journey. I've always wanted to go out there. I've always wanted to go to Bantap Chang Lakabang and near the main airport called Suwanapum. You know, this area is untouched, but oh, it's touched. It's touched by big ass giant motherfucking lizards. Okay, calm down. See, I just had a moment. I just had a moment. Okay, we're good. Now, slow, Tyron, uncomfortable, unreliable. These are very good vocabulary terms. So this green line, very unreliable. It really is, because it breaks down. It's a piece of shit. Reliability is the blue line. Reliability is the purple line. Reliability is the red line. Reliability, do you guys get what I'm saying? All right? The buses could be very unreliable. If you got somewhere to go, you are fucked with the bus. Taxis, they could screw you over. If you take a taxi here in Thailand, it's private, but you're going to be stuck in traffic. And if you don't know where you're going, they're going to fuck you. If you speak English right off the back, you're fucked. That's why you use Grab Taxi. In America, they call it Uber. Out here in Asia, we got Grab Taxi. Okay, you put your location. There's no way that they could fuck it up. And you just follow that approach. Keep looking at your map. Keep looking at them and saying, okay, motherfucker, you know where you're going, right? Got to know your basic phrases. Don't buy, meaning go straight. Leo Sai, meaning go left. Leo Kwa, meaning go right. Now, if for some reason you make a left and I say, uh, Tamai Leo Sai, why did you turn left? And then I would say, you mean stop, okay? If you don't stop, we both go die because I'm going to choke your ass out until you go to sleep. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I would never do that. You know, I got myself an imagination, but I will cuss your ass out. Plus, I'm, you know, I'm a little color. You know, I'm a little on the brown side. So if I tell someone to stop, they hold stop. Luckily, I live in Thailand. I live in a place where... You know, it is, it is difficult, you know, like in regards to the women and what they say. But at the same time, when I say something, uh, they definitely listen. There's no way I would ever get in trouble in this country because they fear me. Yeah, they fear me because I am Mike Tyson. I am the Mike Tyson of Thailand. Uh, Muhammad Ali, you know, uh, some people look at me as Thierry Henry, which is a positive image. But if they say, oh, you and Mike Tyson, that means they look at me as a negative image. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I'm just telling you a couple of stories. So in saying that, guys, here we go. Let me give you some phrases, yeah? <sighs> you could use this conversation with some of your friends or with me or even do an Instagram video and tag me in it, in the story, right? Do an Instagram story. Uh, tell me about your 
commutes and the pros and cons to your commutes to work, to school, wherever you go. And you can use language such as, it depends if, there's a lot of traffic, uh, my office is near the station, there's a shower in the office, it rains a lot, obviously out here in Thailand, it rains a lot during the rainy season, the service is good, you can drive, there's an office car park, you need to look good at work so that you can't take a bicycle, you live near the station, you have a company car if you're very, very lucky. There are lots of hills. It's a long way. Now, what is it? You, you need to look good at work and there are lots of hills. Now, before I put these on, <sighs> I had a dental temp job in the middle of nowhere. I had to take a bus and there was only one bus in this location, Sydney, Australia. As a matter of fact, I went there two times. And I was so worried about getting there late. There were no taxis in this area. It was very rural as hell. I can't remember where. It had to be. It was definitely north of North Sydney. And I'm like, oh, hell no, nah, man. This is, oh, shit. So I said, fuck it. How far is this place? It's this amount of time. Arsenio, run. I started running. And I could not believe the hills. I could not believe the forest that I was running in. But I finally arrived and I showed up and I was absolutely drenched in sweat. And I said, oh my God, I am so sorry, man. This bus sucks. And they're like, oh my God, no problem. Hey, go take a shower. I said, oh, go take a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is shower downstairs. I took a shower at my first. <laughs> hey, those are good times, man. God damn, that's good service. Oh my God. I remember that like it was in the back of my head. It was a good, it was a good office too. It was pretty boring, but the people were very nice. The area, they had some of my favorite candy. They had some good food. I forgot the name of the place though, man, but wow. God, that was such a great, oh, that was such a great time, man. When I would just go all over Sydney, Australia to do dental temp jobs as a dental assistant, uh, as a dental assistant. So Anyways, here we go. We're going to bake out five of these audios. You guys sit back, relax, and let's listen to some people's commutes. But let me hurry up and screen share. Ooh, you see what I mean? I have to screen share, share that sound, or you ain't going to hear a goddamn thing. Here we go. Track seven, Martin Janssen. Martin Janssen is a graphic artist from Amsterdam who lives and works in Rome. He goes to work by motorbike. The best thing about a motorbike is it's fast and easy to park. The only problem is bad drivers. Taxi drivers are the worst. I'm from Holland. People there use the train a lot. You can read on the train and have a cup of coffee. In Rome, commuters are stressed and not very friendly. So I prefer my bike. It only takes about 25 minutes to get to work on a good day. Now the thing is, with Rome, man, I'm guessing that the weather out there is gorgeous. Because if you ride a bike out here in Thailand, within two seconds, you're already sweating. You're sweating going down the elevator during the summer. Now we have one of the best winters in maybe more than 20, 30, 40, 50 years apparently out here. But again, 
you know, out there in Amsterdam, it should be phenomenal because obviously the canals, they don't have any floods. If they didn't have the canals, they would have floods, constant floods. It would be a deluge, meaning absolute flooding all the time. So let's get into the next one. We got Jane Stevens. Track eight. Jane Stevens. Jane Stevens works as an executive for a company in West London. She drives to work from her home in South East London. The alternative to driving is a 15-minute walk to the station, a crowded train, two tube rides, and then another long walk to the office. The traffic is a problem, but 45 minutes in my car is a lot more relaxing. I can plan my day while I drive. Another good thing is that I can listen to music, something I don't have time for at home. That is true. Now, me, I get my workouts in, and I always listen to music while I get my workouts in and whatnot. But uh, she has a great point, man. It's all about ut fully utilizing your time. And that is very, very, very critical. So, again, you know, 45 minutes, but she makes the most of it. And that is what's so important. So now, Sally Summerfield. Track nine, Sally Summerfield. Let's do it. Sally Summerfield is a magazine editor. Previously, she worked from home. Now she commutes to her office in Paris. Starting to commute again was difficult, but there was no choice. The worst thing about the underground is the dirt. It's certainly not very clean, but you can make the two hours you spend down there every day a productive time. I love watching people. Certain people behave in a certain way. On the train in the morning, no one really talks. The end of the day is different. People have conversations. So again, uh, conversations, don't get me wrong, they're fantastic. Out there in Australia, no one talks. Uh, but in America, in Las Vegas, we have a lot of loonies, meaning crazy people. So I would be sitting on the bus going to a location and then this guy who I know who is completely mentally unstable looks at me, sits next to me. He looks at me again, just stares at the left side of my face and I'm like, oh, here we go, Arsenio. It's coming. It's coming. I don't know if I've told this story before, uh, but then he taps me on my shoulder and I'm like, oh, fuck, I knew it was coming. And I say just very, very slightly, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, what's up? You know, this is what, you know, the Vietnamese, this is an expression for them. Like, yeah, meaning, I'm sorry, what was that? And he's like, excuse me, what is it you do? And I said, God damn it, Arsenio, somehow you always attract these folks. And again, no offense to the guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. He actually ended up being very funny and insulted, not insulted, but made fun of the bus driver because the bus driver was driving way under the speed limit. And, and, and then people were just getting upset. And so he started clowning on him. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, that's the problem with buses out there. If someone talks to you on a SkyTrain uh, out here in Bangkok, no. In Japan, no. I don't think there's no talking on the train in Japan. You guys, my Japanese folks, let me know what you guys think. Uh, I could be wrong. But anyways, let me know about your country. Do you guys speak to each other? Like, like straight up? I remember back in uh, the south of Thailand, I got off one of the Songtels and this lady said, Pai Lui. 
And I didn't know what that meant until I finally figured out that means go away, like get out of here. And this was like what we call them, a manupa. She's an older, grumpy lady, right? And so if I had known what she was saying before, oh, man, I would have called her all kinds of names because I know a lot of Thai now. Back then, I didn't know that much Thai. But if somebody tells me, like, get out of here, I'm going to look back and I'm going to talk about their mama. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, man, us Americans, uh-uh, don't play with me. I'm going to talk about your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your dog. I'm talking about the, the hair on your head. I'm going to clown your ass so you can remember me and go home and say, you black mother, black mother, black mother, you're going to be mad as hell. You better leave me alone. Don't tell me to get out, okay? I'm going to leave. Like, how are you going to tell me to get out when I'm actually getting out? And what the hell did I do to you? I was just sitting there minding my own business. Say something else to me. That's what we do. See, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be cordial. I'm trying to be a gentleman. Guys, you know I'm a gentleman. I keep it gentle. But don't play with me. Don't be ignorant. All right? So, <sighs> just had one of those moments. Let's keep it going, people. Let's keep it going. We got Mr. Dave Smart coming on to the next one. Track 10, Dave Smart. Dave Smart works in customer services and lives in Melbourne, Australia. Yay! He commutes to the city's central business district by tram. Yes. Yes. My daily trip to work is fantastic. I walk out of the front door and cross the road to the tram stop. The tram always arrives on time, and 10 minutes later, I arrive at my destination and walk into my office. On a Melbourne tram, people chat and have conversations. There is even a restaurant tram which goes around the city with couples dining on it. There isn't anything bad about it. The only disadvantage is not having something to talk about at parties. In Europe, all people do is complain about commuting. <laughs> God, I miss myself some Melbourne, man. I took the tram only a couple of times when I used to work at South Melbourne Dental Institute, I believe the name was. And when I used to work in another place um, where a guy who I used to work with, uh, I mean, I was friends with, he was from Mauritius. Oh my God, man, that was 10 years ago. Ooh, I don't miss that one bit. But man, those trams are fantastic. And obviously you don't have much traffic in Melbourne in the CBD because gosh, to park in that city, oh my God, it's unreal. You got to have copious amounts of money. So, guys, we got one more, and then that is the end, baby. Track 11, Trasa Cheetah. Trasa Cheetah is a lawyer who now works in Strasbourg. She cycles to work. Commuting in Strasbourg is totally different to commuting in London. Now I cycle into work except when the weather is really bad. Really bad means minus 10 degrees. Oh my God. I live in the centre of the city and cycle out along the river. It's a 15-minute ride, just long enough to wake up. I don't go fast because I want to avoid getting hot and sweaty. There are no showers in the office. Almost all the journey is on cycle paths, so I don't have to worry about the traffic. That's the biggest problem in London. Wow. I mean, uh, I don't necessarily look at that as it being a problem. 
problem. I mean, you got psychopaths. Okay. Uh, not, not, I'm sorry. That sounded like psychopaths, right? Cycling paths. There we go. Okay. No. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Sorry. I completely butchered that enunciation. That was funny. You guys got psychopaths. Uh, anyways, so cycling paths out here in Thailand, you got motorcycles, cars, and buses just driving in them. If you're in them, they're going to honk you out of it. Okay. Let me know about your country, guys. Tell me about your daily commute. That is the end of this podcast. Oh, my God. That was a long one, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this one as much as I did. Make sure you tag me and all the good stuff on Instagram. Follow me, Arsenio's ESL Podcast or The Arsenio Buck Show. Very easy to follow me and give me a nice little shout out. I'll be waiting for you guys. And stay tuned for more Over and Out.